1: I'm Lou Conran. And I am sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to have a glass of wine or ten over the years,
0: sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know next to nothing about the drink we love to quaff and that unbelievably there will be some types of vino out there we are not acquainted with. As we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some
1: celebrity pals to recommend their go-to wine and drink along with us whilst we make them dish
0: the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdicts if we're going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it, so you don't have to.
1: It's definitely not just an excuse to drink a bottle of wine on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. How are you today, please?
0: I'm all right, thank you. I'm in London town at the moment and I am at my friend's house um, and I'm looking at the garden and she's got her washing out. That's nice, isn't it? I only had five hours sleep last night though, so that's, I, I feel like a crash is going to come.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully you won't. Happen. Well, actually, you've just drunk the drink of our guest. So maybe you'll have a rise, a significant rise, and then you'll have probably oh, really a very big drop. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe you will have. Uh, my eyes haven't opened all oh, morning.
0: Opening, half of them, they're halfway now, Lou. Are they? by bedtime they'll be open. Oh, I just can't. I'm, I've got that fug, you know, you? that sort of tired fug. Are you on? Are you, are you due? Oh,
1: Sally. Sally, Sam, something is going on with the old womb of doom at the moment, and I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> womb of
0: doom. <laughs> I don't know what's going what's on. What's happening? I'm Can you hear uh, it? Like sort of slowing down. Do you know what I mean? Is it like dropping into first gear and then turning you, off?
1: It sort. It was in neutral for about seven or eight months. Oh, is sp- it reared its. Head. Yeah, it's just gone into first gear. It's just gone, are we still alive? Is there anything existing in this area? Oh, 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 oh. oh. So there's, yeah, I think I've got like uh, squatters in the area that... um oh, They're just like,
0: they're. Uh, oh, have you got, is it like the Easter bunny just finding the last egg? Last eggs. Is that but the, the eggs
1: have broken. Right. Uh, They're like a Kinder egg.
0: They got little. They got little eggs inside them. I think they must have little toys are rattling around in there. you can hear them. If that'll be, yeah, that'll be listen at sort of midnight.
3: Yeah,
0: lose little toys. Eggs. That'd
1: be the, like the, the shrapnel of gifts from previous one-night stands that have left some debris inside the womb of doom somewhere along the way. I
0: think, I think that caffeine drink we've just drunk with Milo has actually had an effect on us. And... It's made us really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> How could that be? Oh, it was such a great record though wasn't it? Lovely just Milo my elbow
1: McCabe. now. Oh, I think you should go to bed. I think I'm going to go to bed, Sally. Right.
0: No, no. Oh Lou, let's just listen to the episode with Milo McCabe. It's the wonderful, uh, it's the it's the purveyor of all lovely things. It's Milo McCabe.
3: Hello.
0: I'm just going to let the listeners know that Milo has forgotten his headphones, so he's having to do this looming right in. So we're talking really to his sorry. forehead at the moment, so that <laughs> we get all his wonderful sound. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen your nose up close oh, like this
1: before because you're really tall. Already.
0: I you're really tall,
1: already. and I've spent a lot of time with you, and I'm really short, but I've never seen your You've face really ever this... seen
0: up the nose, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, now yeah, you're I have. At it
1: from the above, this is it. <laughs> oh, god, this is what your poor wife sees. This is horrendous. Oh, yeah, more this isn't it.
3: <laughs> Hang on, hello. What, I, oh, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yes, of course.
0: <laughs> How are you, Milo? How are you? Where are you? What's happening? Who are you?
3: Uh, well, uh, yeah. Who who am I? Is an apt question. I'm uh, myself for a change right now. I'm at um, the Holiday Inn in Barnsley uh, because I did a job in Sheffield yesterday.
1: Great. Oh, what a bank job. Uh,
3: well, I mean, it ended up being a bank job of sorts. I was uh, at the uh, women's semi-finals to give the crowd a pep talk. Before the game.
0: As Troy Hawk. No way! As Troy Hawk. As Troy Hawk
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it was like this, this, this guy from Surrey walking around unassumingly, just going, come on. <laughs> How go was on. it? Was it fun? It was. It was, it was actually really fun. Um, so basically, the FA person booked me and said, can you come and greet the fans at the turnstarts, like the home fans and the away fans? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I got to the turnstarts, right? And uh, I was there for about 10 minutes and we were recording. And the steward woman came over and said, "Sorry, love, you can't stand there." And I was like, "Oh, oh. I was like, oh, no, 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 no! I'm, I'm a booking. I've been, um, I've been employed to, to, to be here. No, love, you're in the way of the stewards. You've got to move. Would you mind checking <laughs> in with that lady over there?" And honest to God, she, she was um, unstoppable. She's doing a job that, that was cool. I mean, I wasn't in the way. I was artfully out of the way, but it was uh-huh. sort of one of those. People do not go beyond the stewards' Hacker. Of... So they moved me into the road, right? Oh. And it was just really bad. But then the, the FA woman goes, oh, why don't we film in the stadium? And I was like, you mean that was an option? And she goes, yeah, we can go anywhere. You've got a chaperone pass. And I was like, well, why were we out here? And she goes, well, because of the greeting thing. I just thought we'd put you outside. And I'm like, no, no, let's get in the stadium. So I, I basically got in and uh, gave a load of fans non-consensual pep talks. <laughs> uh, but, so it was early doors. So it was the people that got in early. so little banks of fans. And I'd, ju- I'd just go up and sort of scream at them for 30 seconds. And uh, I did some of the English ones and the Swedish ones. And yeah, it was really fun. And it was a lovely atmosphere. Subtext, what? sorry, subplot, B-plot. So the chairman of Sheffield United, or I don't know if it was the chairman, but it was some important dude of some sort, uh, came up um, and said, right, I don't have a picture with anyone, but I'm getting a picture with him. And and guess who he handed his phone to? I'm not even kidding. All right, return question. The very steward that booted me out of the front of the-
0: No. (laughs) Great. And
3: and she came up to me, she came up up to me afterwards and she went, love, I'm sure sorry. Honestly, Mm. and I said, listen, if it wasn't for you, we would have had a shit video, genuinely. So if you hadn't have booed me out, I wouldn't have realized that we could go in the stadium. So you did me a massive oh. favor. So you're good. yeah,
0: oh, amazing. That's great. You do, like you've got your
1: life has got crackers. Are you just like attending champagne parties now?
3: No, like I'm um, kind of there's there's things coming in and stuff, but I'm I'm kind of trying to pick through it quite carefully and. And not say yes to everything, and like, like, just make sure I only do stuff that's like fun or funny or would would be interesting. Do you know what I mean?
1: Would you like to tell the listener?
3: um... specifically to fuck you guys up a pair of you because um i know this is going to cause you issues later in the day
0: and I'm <laughs> when we crash.
3: oh god when you crash yeah i'm gonna have on both of your digestive systems
1: right well what could you tell the exactly the drink that you have chosen to kill us with today please milo
3: Right. I I, I actually don't know anything about this drink. Uh, It's a drink I picked up in a service station a while back when I was feeling a bit tired. And 15 minutes later, guess what? Wasn't feeling tired anymore. (laughs) Buzzing my arse off. I put drum and bass on and I uh, very much enjoyed the next hour of my journey. This is called um, Knocko. no carbs company bcaa which i believe is some sort of nootropic enhancing chemical or something i don't know oh. it's got 180 milligrams of caffeine there is no sugar there's no sugar in it it's got loads of uh, loads of vitamins vitamins lots of vitamins we've got 100 percent vitamin b12 100% of your B6, 100% of your vitamin D. So it's going to do good things while it sends you haywire. Well,
1: can I say oh. what it has done already, Milo? It exploded in my bag. So the entire contents of my work bag are covered in your shit drink. Now, it's, it's really sticky, isn't it? Know, are you going to hold like, that yeah.
3: against me and be vaguely yes, I am. <laughs> yeah,
1: right, so right. I'm now, I've got...
0: There's a hole in the in the bottom of it so I and it hasn't
1: shotgunning
0: no. it does say on the back mix it, mixing mixing with alcoholic beverages is not recommended we and we recommend maximum consumption of two cans per day is that too many do you think two cans a day two
3: cans yeah i would say for, yeah like definitely someone lose size
0: Look Luke. for the listener. Lou is sipping it, sipping uh, out the side of the can at the moment, and her face. Well, we could describe her face. Lou,
3: like- I don't, I don't think, I don't think that is pierced. I reckon you're being a massive fanny, and you're looking for no. a way to get out. You promise me you are drinking that. Look. All right, I believe you. I believe you. So and shotgunning. I, it was something I remember from movies in the eighties. All right, all right, you got I me. Is. You got.
0: <laughs> She's dribbling right, it out you, the hole you now.
3: Put a hole in the can. You hold it, you open the tab, and then you put right. your mouth at the hole, and the whole thing just fires down your throat, apparently. I don't know, I've never done oh. it. Yeah. Say that
0: again. Oh, it's- so you, to shotgun, so, you do what? You put a hole?
3: You, you punch a hole in the can, yeah. you put the hole by your mouth, you open the tab,
0: Right. The can, okay. and the
3: pressure and then- makes all of the oh. stuff fire down you. Yeah. Oh, not
0: like, ejaculate, yeah. like ejaculate, Milo. Like ejaculate. I'm right. Exactly. I'm
3: rec- so depending on the ejaculator, because I imagine there's different speeds.
0: I'm recording right. from a friend's house, so I'm not going to do that, because I don't think she'd be very happy <laughs> if I ejaculated on her sofa. Anyway, so we're trying. We're trying the drink, OK? I've got the passion flavour, OK? Yeah,
3: I've got Guess Caribbean.
0: I, oh, it's hard, isn't it? I don't think it helps. I've yeah. just had a cup of tea, but it's very odd.
3: It has <laughs> got a very odd flavour.
0: Will I be allergic
3: to this? <laughs> they- She's going to come out in hives. Oh, I, I never drink this for the taste. I don't think anyone does.
0: Oh, well, I don't think it's got anything I might
1: be allergic to.
3: So, oh, yes, I'm I, lying. I haven't
1: read the other side. I spoke I to Lou earlier.
3: You have to finish it.
0: Oh, no, it's our podcast. Stop taking over, Milo. Can I yeah. just say I spoke to Lou before this record on um, Zoom briefly, and she had no eyes, absolutely yeah. no eyes. Right, and I was like, "Where are your Where eyes, are you Lou? Where are your eyes?" And now um, they're slowly opening with that drink. <laughs> Slowly opening with the caffeine. My lemon okay. When was your first drink, roughly? and um, What was it?
3: My first drink was Southern Comfort and Lemonade Ooh. at the age of 15. And my parents were kind of... I, I used to go and watch my dad do stand-up and when I was 15. I'd go along with him and he'd let me have one drink. And I started off as a Southern Comfort and Lemonade and... Uh, Yeah, I remember just having one and having to get through it and having it be something I had to get through for the first couple of times anyway, but I still wanted to. And then and then I started to like it. And then after that, it kind of I remember it going immediately to like two litre bottles of cheap cider, which is Mm -hmm. like a massive cliche.
0: Affordable. At that,
3: yeah, I mean, all all through uni, and then I had a vodka and lemonade phase that lasted for about a good 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, before I went to gin and tonic, and what I found is those, those, those white spirits or light spirits, you don't get the same kind of hangover, it's like mostly dehydration because I've just started (laughs) experimenting with whiskey. And uh, that makes you, well, it makes me more rambunctious. And I didn't realize different spirits could have that kind of effect on your behavior. But yes. something about whiskey makes you a bit more coquettish, rambunctious, lively. Do you know what I mean? You know when someone would say, like, oh, I'm not Terry, I'm whiskey Terry. Like, I totally get yeah. that now. But the hangover is <laughs> yeah. so much worse. Really? Yeah. You,
1: I, I'm, when I'm, when I'm vodka loo, no, I'm not very nice
3: when I'm vodka, Lou. What do you like on vodka?
1: A violent, yeah. <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> just be I warned. Just get, I just get happy. Like, I just get proper over-the-top kind of, uh, like, jolly, probably annoyingly so, kind of, when I'm drunk. I, it's not often I, I go into, like, recrimination or bitterness or tears or anything like that. I, I save mm. that for sobriety, generally.
1: Oh gosh, he said, Have you swallowed a thesaurus this morning? He's got all the big words, isn't he? Uh,
3: I've been through loads, and I think it's infecting my brain. I think it's become, You've
0: become Troy. Milo is disappearing and Troy is yeah. taking over.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. my, uh, talking of whiskey, I remember going to a wedding once and my mum doesn't drink really. And uh, my auntie Brenda was there. and she, I just remember her going, You should have a whiskey and lemonade, Sue. That's my mum's name. You <laughs> should have a whiskey and it just makes you want to dance. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. She's
0: right. Did Sue have one? Did she dance? Who and Stella, another one of my mum's sisters, don't really drink? They get all red and like, my mum just feels like she's going to oh. pass out, I think. And then, but Auntie Brenda from Devon, oh, she's just a, just a whiskey and lemonade, girls. Come on. But no, so yes, yeah, so, um, so she loves the old whiskey, Auntie Brenda.
3: I had a what? Japanese flatmate for a couple of years and uh, you said, and he didn't drink. I was like, why do you not drink? And he goes, because it makes me blush. And I'm oh. like, um, I like, so we came home for Sunday dinner at my mom's house, and I was like, "Oh, go on, like <laughs> we're all having a drink. Just do you want one?" He goes, "Yeah, but I'll, I'll blush, and it'll be Aww. really weird." And I was like, "No, I'm sure it'd be cool." And like he had like a glass of wine or something, and I swear to Christ, within like ten seconds, his entire face went bright purple, and I was like, oh, <laughs> "Fair enough."
0: <laughs> I do that. It's the booze rouge, isn't it? I get all that. I get really blotchy with booze. It's, I'm probably yeah. allergic to it, but that's not stopping me. Um, antihistamines. Yeah. Come antihistamines. on now. Oh, she's all about the antihistamines. Um, Milo, what would Troy yeah. drink?
3: Oh, Troy. Troy. Well, what does vermouth. Troy drink? Sorry. What Troy, Troy's vermouth all day. <laughs> uh, wally trap or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> May
1: may we um, recommend a spiced vermouth? We had a spiced vermouth with um, OJ Borge, uh, uh, BBC Radio 2 DJ, and he recommended a spiced one, which is perfect for the summer. I think Troy would thoroughly enjoy that. Over ice, perhaps, in a garden somewhere?
3: I don't don't think Troy would disagree with you, Luke Homer.
0: Thank you very much. But, But then that's
3: because you're a force of nature.
0: I really am. Would, who Thank would you. who would Troy drink? Who would Troy
3: drink with? I think Troy would drink with anyone, anyone. Like the the something I've tried to do in the videos is like, who, whoever I'm talking to is Troy. Just try and treat everyone at sort of exactly the same. Um, so it would be it would be on that level. I think yeah, it would have a would have a, he'd have a spiced vermouth over ice with anyone. Oh, yeah. You really
0: know Troy, don't you? I don't, yeah. like I, uh, I know I mean, Troy from an episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know, but you, you like you that character. You fully know it because I know Troy. I know Troy from watching Troy. But those answers yeah. are absolutely like I wasn't expecting those answers. But as soon as you said, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, of course, it's for and yeah. of course you drink with everyone. Yeah. So you're fully yeah. him. So Milo, uh, yeah. back to Milo. Tell us some drunk stories, Milo.
3: Well, I remember my first blackout
0: um so <laughs> straight in
3: <laughs> i was it was first year of uni and i was a see when i was at uni it was sort of late 90s mid to late 90s and i it was very much that whole lad explosion that came out with sort of nut uh, nuts magazine and loaded and everything and i was a, a, a rare southerner in my group of people from Birmingham upwards, you know, all the way to like Carlisle. Where were and you at? Loon? Where were you? At you I was. I was in Liverpool. Right. Okay. So, and bear in mind, I was coming from Surrey, so the whole thing was like a culture shock, anyway. So immediately, I was battling off stereotypes about Southern people um, that I still could never take personally. Like, I remember there was this lad called Paul from Barnsley. He was so territorial <laughs> about Barnsley. Barnsley, <laughs> best place. Barnsley. And I, and and kind of he, he would defend Barnsley literally un, un, until he was, you know, had his throat ripped out. But but the idea that someone would attack Surrey and I would take it personally, it just didn't register at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But but we'd go out and, and because I was from Surrey, it was like, oh you know, softy can't drink, whatever. And it was my birthday. And I went, right, let's see about that. So I remember downing a pint of Guinness in the cabin. And I'm not sure if you two have blacked out before. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> tell, me, tell me if you experienced it like this, because I've blacked out a few times and I always experience it the same way. You know, the beginning of the James Bond movie when the credits are about to end and mm-hmm. the blackness sort of comes to a oh, circle yeah. Yeah. and then the circle gets smaller and then it comes out again, like the circle goes to a point and then it opens up again. That, right, is how I've experienced my blackouts, but with a 10-hour gap in between the circle closing and the circle opening again. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think
0: that's, I think that's about right. Yeah. It's, everything yeah.
3: pins down to nothing the and then just opens up and suddenly, you know. So I remember downing this pint of Guinness and turning around to walk to a table and then the circle closed in and I opened uh, basically was was fully clothed the next day felt oddly refreshed that was a weird thing right because i don't know how it was i felt oddly refreshed I was was (laughs) that was good because i'd never blacked out before i was in my i was like 20 whatever i was lying on my bed fully clothed apart from my shoes and i still had my contact lenses in i was like all right that's a problem um but i got i got out of bed and i was like i feel pretty good and then i went hang on a f- fuck, hang on a second. And then there's this horrible moment where all of the, I've got a huge gap missing here. This is nuts. Like what That and, and that, right? That's so weird because it's such a mix of emotions. It's like frustration, confusion, bit of anger. It's like you've lost control. It's horrible. You've obviously got the raging fear. And, and basically it had been my birthday. So everyone was sort of um, buying me drinks and stuff. But apparently I had, what had I done? I'd, I'd, I'd gone into the women's toilets at a nightclub and passed out on the floor. Um, right. I'd thrown down the outside of a cab. Um, Brilliant. And then when I, when I was being carried on the arms of two of my friends back to student halls, I challenged the nicest, most placid lad in all to a fight. Great. Standard night. As, as I've lost control of my physical movement, I'm, I'm, I'm screaming at this guy, demanding <laughs> I fight him. This lovely, placid bloke from like, sort of Port Vale or whatever, who's just really sound to everyone. don't my lord. Yeah, and I'm like... Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like... Yeah. So, so, <laughs> I I I got I got <laughs> I just got up then yeah and I just went on a round of apologies and it was horrific it was absolutely what horrific.
0: did Paul from Barnsley
3: say? Uh, oh, it's right, it's right, absolutely. Yeah, he was he was all for it. He was like, yeah, like it was Where, like it was like uh, rites of passage for Barnsley yeah. folk or something. He was. <laughs> Where were your shoes? Brilliant. Oh, my shoes were in the room because my mates had oh. done a decent thing. All oh, right, you haven't just sort of
1: abandoned them up the dual carriageway or something like that.
3: No, nothing like that. And your eyebrows um, were intact, were they? Yes, and and my God, my eyebrows are significant. So so losing an eyebrow has a bit more a bit more jeopardy for me. So yeah,
0: no, um, they missed <laughs> yeah. a trick there, didn't they? Really? No, I mean no. that. Yeah, my,
3: I um I won't say the name of the comedian, but I went on a Tenerife trip. With this comic, and he was quite a, a small dude. We didn't know each other very well, and I didn't realize like we'd finished the gig, and I was all happy, enthusiastic, and buoyant, and everything. We did the gig, I was like, Right, we're going out in Tenerife. And he turned around and looked at me and we went, Okay. And what I didn't realize was that was anti his entire character and not something he would ever do. But for some reason, he decided just to go with what I was doing that night. So I went, Right, we're having double vocal rebels, and he went, Okay. Right now, fair this guy on the seven knot. <laughs> So we, we go out and we're going out around the, 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 the clubs, which I later found are so antithetical to everything that he is. But he's coming in these clubs with me. We're having a dance, everything like that. We end up outside this bar and this nurse comes along with these shots in syringes. And I went, yep, yeah, we'll have two of those. Right, And he squirted <laughs> them out my and I said, let's go down there to dance. And he went, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. I turn around as I've gone in. I'm like, where are you? And he's he's walking back up the steps. We've just come down like a baby deer that's just been shot in the hindquarters. Like, do you know <laughs> like the really skinny jeans really emphasize that sort of knock kneed kind of. Like, so he'd, he'd gone back up and I went up and he had his head in his hands. I was like, right, okay. So now my role for the evening has changed. What would you like? I'm now the nurse. What do you want? So he goes, give me a water. So I went down, right? Get him a water. And when I come back up, he's already been sick, right? But somehow in the minute and a half I've been down, he's not only been sick, but somebody has put a deflated rubber doll right in front of him and he's thrown up, right? And it's fanny. <laughs> <laughs> so I took a picture, obviously, and then and I was like, right, let's get you home. Got him in a cab, finally found a, a, a taxi driver that would actually take Aww. him. And I said, look, ah. plastic bag. And So he held the plastic bag and then he almost like moved his head as far from the plastic bag as could be and then hurled all over the cab. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and bless, this is a cabbie in Tenerife dealing with tourists. And she was so sweet because I said, right, how much money do you want? What do you want me to do? I will clean it up. And she went, nah, you're all right. And I was like, are you serious? I could not believe it. I could not believe it. I think she saw that I was sort of looking after him and stuff. I carried him upstairs. He demanded that I brush his teeth. Then I took his shoes off and put him to bed. It was so funny. And he couldn't remember any of it the next day. Demanded you brush his teeth? He demanded <laughs> I brush his teeth. You know when someone's really hammered? But they sort of forthright. About stuff. It's so sweet. Yeah,
0: it's amazing, isn't it? Because something you do, like if you're absolutely hammered, I think we were talking about this. Who are we talking about? It must have been another guest of the podcast. But you, you wake up in the morning and you've done more like skin routine than you normally would because you're. I've got to do all of it and I've got to do it properly. And you wake up the next day, and go oh. I'm- oh, I've done quite a lot to the face. Because you're, yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's like the homing pigeon, isn't it? Somehow you get home, don't you? What I've never it? done that.
1: I've never done that. I've uh, just, no, I, I've, I just myself. wake up. That's it. I go out. I have a nice time, I think. And then I just wake up. That's and it. I-
2: Amazon Business honors Ricardo Gurgel, owner of Veggie Root Tavern. This week, Ricardo saved big and used Amazon Business to help his team buy commercial deep fryers at a quantity discount. Because even veggies can be fried.
0: I'm going to need two orders of fried fiddleheads.
2: With business buying easier than before, Ricardo now uses his extra time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Mmm, fiddleheads.
3: Yum. I've got a bit of a routine. If you get back to and, mm-hmm. and this is like organized and trying to manage the next day, if you have a rehydration sachet and a pint of water before you mm-hmm. go to bed, that's 70% of tomorrow's hangover, like literally s- snapped and, and strangled before it can even hit you. Because that's really? all your rehydration is sorted. I mean, that's, it takes me. That's but... that's
1: where that's where it goes wrong for me because you said organization it sort of involves pre-planning doesn't it I'm I'm not a pre-planner I'm more of a spot
0: my friend reminded me the day that we used to go out drinking and I'd in the taxi home I used to always buy a little can of I'd get get out and get a little can of Ribena because I knew the next morning I would be gasping for some sort of sugary drink. And she said, I just remember exactly. you'd always get some Ribena. And I thought, oh, God, I was much better in my 20s, wasn't I, at pre-planning?
1: <gasps> yeah. Now you don't give a fuck, do you, no. Sally? No! 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 Um, so, Milo, right, are you, like, a keen drinker now, or do you have you calmed down since you've now spawned children?
3: It was not one for me, because, like, three of my dad's brothers... Were alcoholics, right? My dad never had a problem with alcohol. Um, and thankfully, luckily, I'm in the same boat. So for me, it was when I was younger, it was just I wouldn't drink during the week. But anytime I was going out, I would get hammered and I'd have uh, just, uh, you know, just to have a good time. But I was also like on that organizational thing very conscious of like knowing where the tipping point was of I'm at the optimum level of drunkenness I'm loose as and I'm still in control and going right I'm in the sweet spot before you tip over to slurring upsetting people uh, regret and fear Um, so I'd had enough of those that I, I, I got sort of a sense of right, I know where I am now. So that's where I'm going to slow down. But right right now where I'm at is like, I could have a gin and tonic with dinner at the end of the day and that's great. Or I could have something else instead and it's fine. Still want to go out. When I go out now though, I don't, Don't get mashed. I do like five drinks or six drinks, but it's probably because after the first three, I'm just so chatty. It takes me fucking ages to finish any drinks. Anyway, do you know what I mean?
1: I wonder what that's like (laughs) to sort of like have that sort of level of coherence when you've had a few drinks. To go, I am in the sweet spot now. Don't have any more because you're. I've never had that. How do you? Mind you, you're really tall, so it must sort of stretch out.
3: Yeah, you know, (laughs) you're like buzzy, and you're buzzy, and you're loose. Like, yes. I just love that. I love that feeling. So I don't, I don't want to sort of overshoot and lose that.
0: So you sort That's of keep keep at that. that. You try and sort of, yeah, monitor that and stay there. Yeah. So then you might get yeah. like a couple of glasses of water maybe and then kind of go, oh, might have another one now. Because I can, exactly. yeah. <gasps> Does exactly. Troy get drunk? Does Troy get drunk?
3: Never. Never, 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 never. No. <laughs> does
0: Troy he pretend care. that he does he pretend that he's carrying on drinking with people? Troy
3: is an emotional nightmare. Basically, Troy is a control freak right. because of his upbringing. So Troy will flirt with anyone and everyone, but the idea of actually having a relationship would horrify him. Mm. It's one of those people. Do you know? He's one of those people talking about. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Though, like, they're all very, pagan. very, very, very closed off. Very. Wow. I think like emotionally, when I think about Troy, I think about, like, a friendlier Kenneth Williams. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if you've yeah, read his book.
2: Yeah.
3: So, like, so, Troy isn't gay. Troy's kind of, like, asexual, like, but but, but not because he's chemically asexual, because he's emotionally repressed to the point that he hasn't got a clue how to express any of that stuff.
0: So he pretends Gosh. he talks about it, maybe, but doesn't
3: actually... He, he just, so, he, so he flirts, and he's very big and you know, when someone's very big and they flirt, it kind of, um I don't, it's, I don't know if it's a conscious thing, but the idea of them having a serious relationship or a, being a serious prospect is kind of taken out the window. So sometimes the big flirters are doing it as sort of a defence strategy type thing. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And yeah, I, I like just- to think... Troy is a little bit like that. Wow. Troy lives with his mother, anyway, doesn't he? This is the time yeah. I shit myself when I was 25.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about when you shit yourself. Tell us about when you shit you so shut yourself. You will have shit
3: yourself. I didn't shit myself, no. But I did get spiked uh, with Ooh. acid along Ooh. with seven other comics in Benidorm. In no. 2015,
1: you're yeah. telling us all about the glamorous places, aren't you? Tenerife, oh, Benidorm,
3: Honestly, Benidorm. What
0: happened? Yeah. What happened then? In, um, so
3: it was me, me and seven other comics, right. and we'd been to Benidorm the year before, and we'd had like so we had a like little three-day lads' holiday before Edinburgh. And uh, Leslie was cool about it because she's an incredible wife and very supportive partner. And then we had so much fun. We're like, right, let's do it again next year. And I made the fatal mistake of starting to look forward to that holiday <laughs> nine months in advance. Right. Which is because, it, it, you, know, you know, I don't know if you find yourself doing this, but when you set the bar that high, you're just setting yourself up for disaster. And disaster came hard. So we got there first. The first day we got there. And bear in mind, the flights at 6 a.m. So we've all been up since four. But we're all buzzing. We're drinking all day, whatever. We go out and then comes to around 4 a.m. We're in English Square in Benidorm. And there's no good people left in English Square in Benidorm at 4 a.m. And we're sitting around eking as much out of this night as there is to be eked. And then um, Barry Castanola, (laughs) who's there, started chatting. With this uh, little Dutch guy, and I don't know what he said. Whether they got in a, I, I, it, it was all right. But Barry and this Dutch guy started started talking to each other, and the Dutch guy had a couple of mates, and he sort of went round the group talking to us. And he was a really odd little dude, and he came, he, he said to one of the group, um, "Oh, you you English, you you do you hate the Muslims?" And and he goes, "I hate the Muslims." And I'm like, "No, I haven't met them all." Like. I, I don't hate the Muslims, right? I don't know what he was scanning for, right? Now, now, postscript, I don't know if he was trying to suss out if we were racist to determine how much acid he was going to spike us with. If he'd found we were racist, whether he would have spiked us with more, or uh, if we were racist and he was racist, he would have left us alone. That's what we didn't know. But we all pretty much said to him, like, no, mate, wrong group, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So the night carries on. And eventually um, he decides to get us a load of shots, which we later deduce are how he spiked every single one of us with acid. Because up until we realized and it was not till five o'clock the next day that we were Uh. like, how did he get a pipette in every one of our drinks? How did he do it? And then suddenly someone went. He brought us around a shot, and we all just slapped our forehead. Ah. So he brought us these, right? And as is the case when you've got a big group on a holiday, everybody kind of splinters off in opposite directions, right? Mm. So I'm sitting there with another comic watching the UFC and he goes, they look like they're on fire. And I went, yeah, they do, don't they? I mean, watching these two guys, the cage fighting, and it literally was like there was sort of flames coming off them, like, and 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 I didn't question that. I was just like, oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and I'm sort of looking around and start stuff starting to sort of breathe a little bit. Never done acid, so I didn't have a clue what was going on. And then one of our other mates had been like quiet for an hour because he thought he wet himself. Right. And he hadn't, but that, that was his, wow. what was happening to him. So he goes, right, I'm, I'm ready to go. And I went, Do you know what? I'm ready to go too. So we're starting to walk home and, and the buildings are like breathing and moving and stuff. Right. And then some guy shouts at us, have you got a cigarette? I said, no, don't smoke. He goes and he's like, what the fuck did you say to me, you stag dude? Fuck. And, and he suddenly come, starts walking towards us screaming. Now, bear in mind, there's three of us, right? Uh, and we're all uh, tripping and we don't know. And I just go, I think we better run. And my mate in front hears me and just starts running, right? So I go, wow. So there's three of us now, three, three grown men running away from, from this one dude. And we, we stop running. And and my mate goes, Why are we running? And I'm like, Christ, you're brave. Like, but what I realized was he he didn't hear the guy and he he didn't even know why he was running, literally. He's like, Why are we running? And then our other mate came around the corner and went, He's still coming. He's still coming. And this bloke <laughs> coming after us like a terminator. And we all went, What the fuck? And so we started sprinting back to our hotel. Um and 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 we stopped a little bit further. And he was still coming after us. So we we got around the corner and I typed in the keypad of the gate lock and I got it wrong first time to make it even more like a horror movie. So I took a deep breath and got us in, right? And it wasn't until later I was like, so the guy spiked us and the other dude was going to rob us and he knew that we'd been spiked because otherwise what's the point of spiking some lads so we were the first ones to go so I think they were going to sort of try and target us but but everyone split off in opposite directions everyone had been spiked with acid nobody's phones were like, everyone's phones were out of battery. So everyone was going off, having their own weird little acid trips, not understanding a fucking clue what was going on. So we all came back the next day and, and got together and sort of broke it down. But it was horrific because you don't sleep on acid. So we've been on up from 4 a.m. the, the morning, and we went straight through for like 36 hours. So the whole holiday was ruined. But they found the dude on the last day. And he confirmed that he had actually spiked us with acid. But it was like, he was there with about 15 of his mates. Wow. So it's just his thing. Apparently, this dude just goes around and spikes. I mean, this is like six years ago, but spikes what he perceives to be stank dudes with acid. But mob uh,
0: yeah, him. Key. To rob them, yeah. To it? rob them, I
3: presume more for a laugh or whatever. That's
0: yeah. horrible, wow. isn't it? I mean, that could have killed that could kill people as well, couldn't it? Yeah, I mean
3: eventually.
0: God, I hope he's been put in prison.
3: Karma's yeah. going to come for him anyway. So let's not yes. about it. He's
0: probably not alive anymore, is he? Let's face it. He probably doesn't to, exist. He's probably just well,
1: you've it's... had so much acid I'm... that he's probably yeah. just a figment of the right. imaginations
3: of all of you. Whenever I think of people like that, I always just think, Christ, I mean, it doesn't excuse anything, but your backstory must have been rough as fuck to yeah. to, to lead you to a point where you're doing that to people you don't know.
0: That's how you're that's how you've decided you're going to make your money <laughs> by spiking people and robbing them. I that's yeah, my, yeah. Yeah. That's just vile, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. oh, have you been back to Benidorm since then? Then with the labs. Absolutely
3: that, no. not. No absolutely I think I get PTSD going back to going back to Belladorm right now. No, funnily mm. enough, I haven't been back. No.
1: Back to the previous um, comment that you I made uh, before. Your drink. Sorry, no, I'd forgotten about the drink. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, I, I feel mean, sorry,
3: Lou.
1: That's all right. <laughs> sorry, Don't worry. Lou. I finished mine.
3: <laughs> uh, I
1: was, was going to say back to your previous comment um, before the spiking story. So, Milo, oh, yeah. have you ever shot yourself on booze?
3: I haven't shat myself on boots. <laughs> He's boobs.
0: determined to get this out of
3: you. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't shat myself on boots. I have shat myself, obviously. Like, we all have. Um,
1: I can hear Amanda's brain going, I think we'll end this. <laughs> I think we'll end this Amanda, sort of, of conversation.
3: Amanda, no, Amanda's brain is going over the times that she shot herself. That she never... <laughs> That's what Amanda's brain's doing right now. No, I, I shot myself once, right? But luckily it was in the shower. How lucky is that? Oh, lucky. Yeah, I, was, I had this, I was, in, I was in Thailand and I'd got a bit adventurous with the street food and uh, it was just like, it was, it was like zero warning, but I was in the shower. I was like, ooh, got away with it. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: Woo! Got lucky away with Maya. it. Lucky Milo oh, again. God. Oh, somebody was born under a lucky star. <laughs> yeah.
1: Have you ever, have you ever been on stage drunk? Have you ever
3: performed drunk? You see, the danger is though, if you have a good one, isn't it? Danger is if you have a good one, then you know, because some comics have like one drink, and that can loosen you to a point where you're cool. Some of my best gigs in my early days were when I was hungover, because I'm. Uh, it's not the case now. I don't overthink on stage now at all. But when I was uh, earlier on, I did overthink on stage. And when you overthink on stage, it takes away so much energy from what you're giving the crowd because 30% of what you should be giving them is just rolling around in your head uh-huh. and you're useless if you have a conversation with yourself. But when I was hungover, I found that that inner monologue didn't happen and I was naturally better. And so I, I didn't put the two and two together. I just thought, oh, I perform... Better when I'm hungover, kind of thing, and literally all that was was the inner monologue being removed because that my brain wasn't functioning to as higher level because it was hungover. as fuck. occasionally I've had like a sort of a, an espresso martini in Edinburgh before a late gig or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But no, I, generally I don't ever really drink before a show. Uh,
1: do you still do the um because you're into your talking to the universe and and affirmations and all of that do you still do that before your gigs do you still sort of I, I,
3: I don't visualize so anymore, but I don't so much anymore um but what I do do and I'm a firm believer in is uh, making a list and practicing gratitude I think that isn't even like a hippy-dippy thing. That's just brain chemistry. If you write a list of what you want, you put it somewhere you see it every day, your brain will just subconsciously, you look at that list every day, your brain will subconsciously guide you to make the decisions to make those things happen. I want to
0: be spiked. (laughs) I want to be (laughs) spiked. Every day. Oh, Um, finally. No, sorry. I've dismissed your lovely positivity i
3: know no, no. it's cool i can get a bit <laughs> earnest with it i'm just i i'm just a hard believer in lists and i'm a hard believer in gratitude and and i know it's 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 that moment when you 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 take stock and you look at everything in the in the light of what you have and not what you haven't got like and i know it's like basic but i think that shit really really works on a deep
0: level. i mean yeah i remember when i was i mean i'm not as uh, i'm not very good at practicing at all but i do remember when i was a very new act and i was starting to get booked and starting to get paid work and, but also I wasn't getting booked by, you know, a lot of clubs, quite rightly, because I wasn't really ready. And um, But I remember really focusing on these cl- places that didn't book me. And I was like, why won't they book me? Why won't they book me? And then I forgot that I was being booked by some place. I was like, and then one day I just went, why don't you just concentrate on the people that are booking you? And yeah. it was a real like moment uh, of sort of you. just stop dwelling on the negativity all the time. Mm. Like have a little thing, like word yourself. So then I thought, just do really well at the places that are booking you. Just work hard on yeah. those. And then the other stuff will, you know, will come. And if it doesn't. And it it's- did. Yeah, and it did. Yeah, and it now did. I work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I do, yeah. So I. I'm with you on that for sure. Very easy to get dragged into other people's negativity
1: though, isn't it? Normally, Milo, what we do is we'll have a, a drunk story from a listener. We don't have one of those today. I've got my own drunk story. This is my confessional. This is like my moment of now I'm talking to you, Milo, and you're, you're very earnest and I'd like you to cleanse me. Um, right. I went drinking in Glasgow last weekend um, after a gig um, and there was, I was out with lots of friends. I had a brilliant time. I got very carried away. And the following morning, um, in the car, I was in the car on the way home. It was a very hot day. I was in the car for about 30 seconds when I had to stop the car. Uh, I wasn't driving, um, and a, a red traffic light, and I had to open the door uh, to vomit out the side of the door. Then I went up to the next set of traffic lights. I had to open the door and vomit out of the door. She's working as
0: an Uber driver at the moment. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: um now what what I'd like to do is um, I'd like you to cleanse me Milo because I'm 48 years old I know I don't look it but I shouldn't be doing I shouldn't be doing that so um could you well, sort of well, cleanse me well, in your gratitude way? I, I,
3: I disagree um because I think as long as you've got control over alcohol which you do then I think having a blowout occasionally can totally clear your hard drive of like <laughs> viruses and stresses and worries and I think because I've found this like sometimes I've been mega stressed mega busy I've, I've, I've gone oh, I shouldn't go out and then I've gone out and I've got hammered and it's the same thing as you wake up the next day and because you've laughed so much and because you've had so much fun you kind of wake up the next day, and I, I mean that that all that shit releases like really good endorphins in your head as well. So I think you've got to have that balance so you've got perspective. So occasionally, and I don't think age is a factor. And yes, you, you know, you are very self-depreciating, Lou, but you look incredible for your age. Uh, fact that's
1: all makes, I wanted. You know, that is no, all no, I wanted.
3: No, now you're coming over the top, <laughs> you genuinely do, and you fucking know you do. But um I think I think for me personally, I might speak from my own experience, but I, I I I need a blowout every now and then. Just, it, it's a weird way of recharging my batteries by depleting them, if, mm. if you know what I mean. And also, and the, the next... You threw up outside of your car at a red light, so you Wasn't didn't my up yeah. your car. Wasn't and my car.
1: Mm.
3: Well, that's fine. You didn't dirty it and you waited till there was a red light. You, you know, I mean, you were as responsible in that situation as was possible to be.
1: Thank you. Have you oh, ever dear. considered going into the priesthood? Oh
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, I feel I, all my cynicism disappear. Yeah. I I'm a new person listening yeah. to Milo. Um,
3: my, You're um, still there, Sally? Is there
0: anything <laughs> left? I'm still here. Um, I want to. Um, we need to create a cocktail for Milo. Oh, we create a cocktail oh. for our listener, but it's Lou. So yeah, uh, I mean, right. and she's we're not giving her any more alcohol. No, I've had enough. <laughs> and, <recently>. and,
3: uh, <laughs> and I have a say in it.
0: Yeah? Yes, but we create right. one for you. Now, well, should it be for Milo or for Troy? Milo. Or, and Troy, Milo. maybe. Milo, okay. No,
3: well, yeah, why not? But, but for me, it's always like alcohol with an upper. So espresso martini, like something like that. It used to be. Okay. Vodka, really warm, but now it's definitely espresso martini, but obviously you're going to have to do something else with it. Just to jazz it up a
0: bit. I once, well, let me just think back to that spiked drink, what you, what you went through, the gate, the, the move. I'm just thinking of the vessel to put it into at the moment, the breathing right. city. the... They oh, um, are. Well,
3: empty deflated football if it's Benadon.
0: Or a clog, because it was a Dutchman.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, that worked.
0: <laughs> oh. But do I we haven't... want to remember him? No, I don't think deflated we do. Deflated football. I like the deflated football.
1: Or like because it's Benadorm and it's Stag Do's and it's Sticky Vicky. Maybe we get the exactly. blow-up doll. We have oh. we drink it out of her tuppence. We'd yes. like
3: so, yes and with with a penis straw.
1: With a penis straw, we put some acid in it. We put some acid. No, we
0: don't put acid in it. No. How
3: about a microdose of acid?
0: That's legal, really, isn't it? I don't know if it is. No, I don't know if it is, but it is in this world that we're living in at the moment. Um, we
1: we have an espresso martini out of
0: the tuppence of the blow up doll called Sticky
1: Vicky with a penis straw. It with a little bit of acid. We need another liqueur type thing in there.
0: What about a Kahlua
3: Uh, Is there a coconut (laughs) liqueur? I love (gasps) coconut.
0: Oh, well, well a Malibu. Yes. we had some malibu um, somewhere but that won't go with the espresso martini you might. can
1: make a martini out of gin can't you that espresso martini you kidding me that'd be incredible um i i've got an i've got a coconut oh, yeah. gin coconut i've got i've got coconut gin that would yeah, look that would be re- really nice
0: in it i think yeah actually you're <laughs> right actually malibu would go in it wouldn't it you could put rum as yeah, well just,
3: rum like, um, I'm going to sound so stupid here because I've drunk so many, but what alcohol actually goes in an espresso martini?
1: Um, vodka. Vodka. Kahlua. Is yeah. it? Cream. Coffee. All
3: right, That's how about good. vodka, Kahlua and Baileys and coffee then? Well,
1: an acid. Work. An acid. An acid, yeah. An acid,
3: yeah.
0: Out of no, the no, tuppence no, of Sticky
1: I... Vicky, the blow-up doll with a penis straw.
0: straw. Yeah, so it's quite a classy drink. Yeah, I mean, totally. just like Milo. Yeah, yeah. we've totally ben <laughs> it up.
1: What we could have is like flip-flops hanging off the feet of the blow-up doll. And the idea is you have to down the shot, but you have to keep the flip-flops on. Yes. You have to do another one.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. But there had to be
0: the slide on flip-flops because I don't think the blow-up dolls have got toes, have they? Uh, I don't know.
1: Well, you don't know, you might be. A fetish thing they might have. The manufacturers
3: of blow-up dolls would actually put that much attention into those no. kind of details.
1: <laughs> they should because
0: they're all right, Lou. Some people want the feed, don't they? Yeah,
1: they yeah. might want their their knob through the the hoof of the toe, like
0: yeah. Oh. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that's a yeah. gorgeous drink we've created. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to call it? What right, are we you know. calling it? Not Sticky Vicky, but we can do it. Oh, Benador. It's a trip, isn't it? A it's filthy, a
3: trip. Filthy Barbara.
0: The Benadryl trip. Filthy Barbara.
3: Filthy Barbara, Filthy Barbara <laughs> is actually Sticky Vicky's like daughter slash successor. Yeah. I've got one. Run, a
0: trip run. too far. There we are. Right. And actually, yeah, that was so Amanda. Run. Amanda, our producer, just messaged me that and said so, a trip too far. Yeah, and she's right, right. That's the that's the that's the that's the name, isn't it? Barbara. A trip too far with Barbara. Filthy Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, have you found have you found this drink has had effects on you? Are you <laughs> <feeling> <laughs> buzzing. I think this is woken me up quite a lot I think have I got eyes I've got eyes now have I
1: yeah the eyes are opening. yeah Uh, Milo I have our penultimate question now I'd like you to take this very seriously please Michael Tarquin Brian Aloysius Brenda McCabe you have a spittoon in front of you and in that spittoon it's got the shrapnel that somebody else has spat in it from other drinks whose spittoon Michael Tarquin Aloysius Brian McCabe, would you drink?
3: Like, who do I find physically attractive enough that I could be anybody?
1: Could be anybody, not necessarily.
3: But I always feel like with body fluids and imbibing them, there has to be that sort of sexual element. Otherwise, it's just fucking why? Like, uh, you're not going to drink someone's spit because you admire their writing, are you? Why not? It always has to be a sexual thing, surely.
0: That's your tr- that's your yeah, take. On this. You know people,
3: people, yeah. people would just drink the backwash of of people they respect purely because they respect them. Because you don't want to be drinking like if you had someone, some misguided royalist, Boris Johnson fan, who said Winston Churchill, he had so much brandy and cigars that would be fucking repulsive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. So good it, point. It, would
3: be, it would be a clean living woman that I've found massively sexually attractive. Otherwise, yeah, what Gwyneth Paltrow um, or
1: something. Yeah, well, where are they? Be
3: pure. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, who would really be boring. Though, could it, be, though, could it yeah. be anyone in time and space? Yes, yeah, apart
1: happens? from your wife or your kids.
3: Uh, all right, I'm going to go with uh, Anna Nicole Smith in the mid-90s.
0: Okay, okay, we've not had that one before. I like I mean,
3: that. I'm not going to give not you my workings out. <laughs> 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 huh?
1: Is that the one with the big tits? Yeah, she married
0: the old man, didn't she? Yeah.
3: Yeah, she was a sort of uh, plus-size supermodel who then, I think, uh, married a billionaire dude who was like 95.
0: <laughs> he was about to die and he left all his money to- <laughs> Sorry. She his family, family. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. it was such a classic case of that wasn't it it was so awful. Was really, yeah the
3: pictures were amazing <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. and he was like she, laugh, she laughs she me
1: <laughs> <laughs> no she doesn't <laughs> she's using she's using kitchen tongs to have hold your flaccid penis up while she's pretending to make love to Anna you
3: yeah all right.
0: Right now, is this a spit or a swallow? It's a spit from me. I don't like it. I don't like You're not it, Milo. To. I know I know I'm not supposed to. And so you've the you've had to point leave-
3: was that you two <laughs> would would get I have to go through an ordeal here. That was the entire reason <laughs> I chose this shit. Well you've
0: and I won. Know well drunk. I did
3: fact. I know for a fact Lou hasn't drunk the whole can. She's done like one little egg cup and then she's done some pantomime with piercing it. There's no way she's drank the whole thing.
1: I'll get to send yeah. you the photographs of that my laptop was in the bag with stops
3: fired through you.
0: I'm not gonna undergo peer pressure and drink it all. I'm not, I'm not gonna you're, you you're, you're, to you're doing it. your you're doing your kind of um, NLP on us, aren't you? Drink it, no, drink it, yeah. Drink Subliminal it. messaging, they will drink it. I mean, if, you, if
3: you want to feel like a loser it's, then,
0: <laughs> you know, uh, it's definitely a spit from me. <laughs> Sorry, not it
1: again. No. Milo, would you like to tell the listener all the details for your show in Edinburgh, please? Because this will go out when we're in Edinburgh. So would you like to tell oh, everybody yeah. where um, your show is well, and what time it
3: is? That, yeah, the, the run's actually sold out. Um, but oh. there's there's extra shows going to be put in on the 18th to the 20th. And I think they're going to be at like 10 p.m. Where is it? It's uh belly. I'm not sure. The the, the show I'm, I've got is in the jersey room. Uh, I think the extra shows, I'm not sure where they're gonna be. They they're literally getting put in now, but by the time this goes out, they should be all set and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm I'm just yeah. touring my, my, October and November as well. And it's it's all at my website.
1: My show's sold out as well. <laughs> right. So, your okay.
3: show? Okay. <laughs> Lucio, what was the what was the show you did that I saw? What was it called? The one, the one we Which got a bad review. The, the the one we like basically smashed Edinburgh up and got like a load of five star reviews. What was that show called? I love Lucy. Right, that was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, it was it was phenomenal and it killed me and it put me on a rack. So what I would say is if you haven't booked to go and see Lou's show. Um, then i'm definitely it's
0: like a see. love in between you two no 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 no, 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 no 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 i know no, show. Sure. No. Oh, yeah look at Lou. it was you know.
3: incredible and she knows it it was, was an excellent uh, show i want to see what you, i want to see what she's coming up with next so i hey, hard recommend
1: thank you listen you miguel thank you so much for joining us and making us drink that hideous drink and destroying all the contents (laughs) of my work bag thank you and my
0: insides yeah
1: yeah it's been an absolute delight and um i will see you in the madness and sally will hopefully see you at some point in the madness and thank you for joining us thank
0: you milo Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman.
1: If you want to get in touch with what you thought about the wines that we've tried or recommendations of your own, or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do... On Twitter and Insta, we're at, at
0: LewandSally. Facebook is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at spitorswallowpodcast Podcast 34, that's the number 34, at gmail.com. And
1: if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward
0: slash Spit or Swallow Podcast. Thanks to Audio Boom for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
2: When Big Mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power. And your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for $25 a month on one of America's largest 5G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can grow limbs back. Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. New customers only. One line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. I'm Tom, and I used to be sleepy. Totally useless in the morning. I'd snooze my water glass and try to drink my alarm clock. Or confuse my toothpaste with fungus cream. Cringe. But no longer, thanks to my Nectar mattress with its premium memory foam and Nectar Cool technology. Every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399 and come with $499 of premium accessories. So rest easy and visit (laughs) Nectarsleep.com.
0: Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about
1: what you thought about the drinks that we've tried, or recommendations of your own, or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do.
0: On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast, or email us at spit or swallow podcast 34, that's the numbers 34, at
1: gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other
0: people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content.
1: Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye.